Torch Confessional, your weekly podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 188, and welcome to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. Y'all, it's here. It's here. It is 97 degrees out, and it is 8.30 p.m., At night, Phoenix has finally made the shift into the scolding summer months that we are now entering into. All the glory that happened in those winter months that's around here has now dissipated, and it is hot. And so it's always fun being out on your front porch at 8.30 at night with just a bead of sweat uh, coming down my forehead it's like no (laughs) but grateful to be outside and grateful for uh, a beautiful day Uh, today I had a really interesting day Uh, we're trying to install this it's called flood irrigation it's something that we get here in Phoenix and we actually have it at our yard but we're trying to find the uh, the line they covered it up and so I had a jackhammer today in the 106 degree weather that we had trying to knock out some concrete and so I lost 16 pounds I'm kidding I didn't lose that much but I lost a lot of sweat uh, trying to knock out that task and uh, so that was a fun one and once again reminding uh, myself yep in Phoenix in the summer it's very very hot I hope you all are doing well I'm really really excited uh, about this particular episode I've been processing through this passage for the last few days, and it's it's kind of it's getting after me, especially in the context of you know. Here's the thing: like a lot of times, as I'm like kind of focusing in or wrestling through something that I'm experiencing, like as I go to work, you know, it's all these verses just kind of popped ahead. It's so cool, and then I just kind of process through them. So much is happening in our culture right now, and. Um, and so that's bringing for me in, in just conversations I'm having a day in and day out, lots of these passages that are like, how, like, what do I cling on to? What do I hold on to? Like, what's going to help guide me? And so this particular passage was really helpful. But before I get there, I just want to say thank you for all of you who continue to listen week in and week out. Really appreciate it. Episode in and episode out. Really appreciate it. And for those of you who give on Patreon, really, really appreciate it. Last but not least, the devotional is out. Paper version of the podcast, essentially. Uh, you can go to lulu, dot com in the search bar. Just type in Front Porch Devotional and you can pick up your copy for 10 bucks. All right, here we go. Proverbs 17.12. Proverbs 17.12 says this, Better to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than a fool bent on folly. Better to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than a fool bent on folly. Uh, I was a youth pastor for about 10 years at, at different churches, uh, some, one in, in Chicagoland and then uh, one in uh, Arizona, and uh, met many students. Uh, and one of the awesome opportunities was to see those students kind of graduate and go off to college and I would say connected with some of them uh, over the years and so I was having a particular conversation with a, a former student a leader in the group and um, he got to college and he started kind of going his own way doing his own things so we're having this conversation on the phone where he wants to kind of process th- some things with me that he's kind of working through with his girlfriend that they're going through so basically he decides that he's just going to start having um, sex outside of marriage with her even though he 
had made really made a commitment to stay holy before God in that regard, um, he decided, no, I, I want to go after it. And so the conversation he had with me was very interesting. He just, he said this uh, to me. He said, I, I just, I just feel like it's right. You know, it's just, it's just, I, I just feel like it's right. And so I kind of patiently kind of slowed down and I've said, well, uh, I just feel like smacking the nonsense out of you makes right. But does that make that right? You know, just because I feel like doing something doesn't make it right. Me wanting to smack you to kind of go wake up what's going on just because I feel that way doesn't mean that's right. And so we had this really interesting exchange. And honestly, he went through a process of repenting and trying to make that right. And it was like a pretty heartfelt, hard conversation. And what I experienced with him, it was he it was making this decision to move in to folly, into foolishness, and I was trying to like shake him up, wake him up. Hey, listen, this is dangerous. And all through, all through Solomon's Proverbs, he's trying to address this issue. You know, one of the things about becoming a parent is uh, it's been a very eye-opening experience for me. I mean, probably one of the most eye-opening experiences of my life. Not only not only do I see the culture that I live in, uh, but I also see how it's fighting for my kids' souls, right? I, I see the culture that I'm in, but I also see how it's fighting for my kids' souls and how intoxicating it can be. And as I fight with them, I, I've learned that, and this is a new thing for me, that I experience, I'm experiencing the grief of dying innocence, like it seems like innocence is being robbed and it's being robbed by our social media uh, uh, platforms. It's being robbed by YouTube. Robbed. I actually had a friend call me today and he was a firefighter and he was like, we cannot get young people to sign up to be firefighters. Like, in fact, all the people we're interviewing say they want to be an influencer, a YouTube influencer. And he's like, that's really frustrating. And so there's a grieving of that innocence is being robbed. Right. And in a determined defiance against the ways of the world. Right. This these are the things I'm feeling like there's a grief about what's going on. But there's also this defiance to go. No, we have got to fight up against what is going on and what is being robbed. You know, Solomon helps us understand this struggle, but he does it with a warning. He does it like this. Beware of those who give, have given into the ways and thinking of the world. He's like better, he's like, this is what is called folly. It's somebody who's just gone like, I'm gonna go do what I think is right. I'm gonna go make decisions based upon what I want to do. Now, folly is like one of those uh, words that feels kind of old Englishy. You know, it's kind of one of those old Englishy, you know, words, and, but at its core, um, it's it basically all that Solomon's trying to address in Proverbs. He's going after this over and over and over. And fools and folly, they go hand in hand. It's, it's like this is a person who knows the truth and the path of truth that will lead them, that, 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 that path of truth that it will lead them into, but they continue to reject that path and that way of living to do whatever they feel like and you can see my air quotes if you could if you can hear my air quotes I am air quoting 
right now really hard. <laughs> and I, I, I'd like to do just a, a quick little rant if, if you would, if you, if you just give me some space, hopefully it'll be profitable. But more than any other time in my life, this phrase, I just feel like it is so, it's so prolific. It's almost as, it's almost like we want to discredit all truth and run after my truth and my feelings. But here's the thing. God doesn't care about what you feel about his truth because it's founded in his holy nature. It is truth. Truth exists because God exists. Now, here's the thing. He cares deeply for you and he desires for you to return to his life-giving love, but but many times that will come into conflict with your feelings and your truth. In fact, Almost always it will come into conflict with your feelings and your truth. This pursuit after your truth it will be about rejecting God's truth. And what Solomon says is this is what he's calling foolishness and folly. I know God's truth. I know his way. But I just feel like it's too stern. I just feel like it's too hard. I just feel like I just feel like it doesn't make sense. I just feel, I just feel, I just feel. And so we reject, like Romans 1 is going to help us understand this massively. And it talks about, and this is like a terrifying thing, a verse, a passage. It talks about, in Romans 1, about how we instinctively know the truth. Like we instinctively know the truth of God. But... We instead worship the creation instead of the creator. And it says in Romans 1, and this is so terrifying, he releases us to the desires of our heart. That's terrifying. And this is what Solomon's addressing. So the question is, why is that such a big deal? What's really going on? Um, Have you ever seen the movie Revenant? Right there's this like iconic scene in the movie where the mama bear attacks Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like pretty brutal to watch, right? He like he, he, this bear like shreds him without any care or concern, right? These mama bears, right? They don't they don't they don't care who you are, what position you hold, how much money you have, how powerful you are. They will rip off your head if you mess with their cubs. They are aggressive maniacal, manic, and murder is on their minds. Solomon is saying this is how dangerous a person who has given themselves over to the worldly way of thinking and living are. Like, get that in your head. Like, what a, what a word picture for us to lock into. This is what it looks like. They will kill you and everyone around you. They don't care the cost to you or anyone else. They've given themselves over to Satan, who manipulated a third of the angels in heaven to rebel against the God who created them. Right? They've given themselves over to the snake who separated mankind from God, whose very essence was in them. This is foolishness. This is folly. Beware. Now, here's the deal. This is both a, a warning to avoid those who are in folly and also it's an, and also it's an indictment. It's an indictment for those of us living in folly. Now, this can feel like really bad news. You're like, oh my gosh, that's heavy, right? 
But in light of Jesus' death and resurrection, he has made all things new. That's why there's a new life-giving covenant. It's called the new covenant, right? The new covenant. This I give to you. A new covenant, right? It's so beautiful that Jesus loves you and we are called and commissioned to love other people. We are made whole. We are covered by the blood of the land. His grace and his mercy are sufficient for sinners. We were called enemies of God, fools, but now we are called sons and daughters. And here's what I keep working through. Why why would we want to return to our foolish ways of living or invest our lives around fool in foolish people when you can live in the truth? This truth is why the gospel is translated the good news, which, by the way, Paul points out, is foolishness to the Greeks. Basically, foolishness to the fools. The, fo- the foolish folly of what is happening in our world. This meaning is that fools love foolishness. And Christ followers Embrace Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life. And Joshua says this to you and to me right now. Choose today whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to pursue after truth. And, and, and so again, this, this can feel like a really heavy passage. You feel like, wow. But in light of all that's happening in our culture... I think we need to pause and we need to work through this because you are either clinging to your truth or God's truth. And so that leads us into the question, which is, are you choosing your truth or God's truth? Like really process through that. The decisions you're making, are you just basing them on a feeling or are you basing them on the truth in which God has invited all of us into? And this is why this podcast exists. Because in a world where we're just wandering around trying to go, what do we do? Like stuff's hard. It's so confusing. He's given us his scriptures. Right? And his scriptures are life. They're not easy to understand always. They cause us to really struggle and wrestle. But they're the way that leads us to life. It talks about how they're a... Scripture is like a two-edged sword, like it cuts. And it cuts not because it wants to kill. It cuts through these worldly lies that are preventing us from the life-giving relationship that Jesus wants to give to us. So with that, we pray, God, help us. God, lead us into your truth for your glory and your righteousness. So, take a breath. Reflect. Believe in the God of the